What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hangout Podcast, back again with another pod. Um, today's going to be a fun day because we are not doing hot takes, but we are doing would you rathers. Okay, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I know. I was like, I haven't uh, run this by Steve yet. So we are going to do would you rathers in this good old sturdy coffee supply co mug right here. And you should start All right. sliding it over. If you're watching on YouTube, then you can see us sliding the mug. And that's what that weird sound is each time. Yeah. If you're like, man, what is going on? Would you rather be constantly sticky or constantly itchy? Ooh, uh, I would way rather be constantly itchy because constantly sticky affects other people. Because when they touch you, they can feel you're sticky. But when you're itchy, it's just your own pain you're dealing with, not the pain of you and other people. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I would just not want to be itchy all the time because then you're scratching. I mean, have you ever had chicken pox? No. That's why. Okay. If you had chicken pox, then you would know that that's not a fun thing. But I feel like I'm always, like, itchy anyways in the winter because your skin gets so dry that it's, like, you know. Yeah, so you – but you're fine? Yeah, like, I, I don't think that's what lotion. itchy is. I don't think that's what itchy is. Well, it is bothersome, but – you just put on lotion or I don't know. Is this like sticky? Like if you wash it off, you're just sticky again? I think you're always sticky and you're always itchy. Like there's no solution. Yeah. Sticky's gross. That'd like, be rough. That'd, that'd be, be rough. rough. Okay. Would you rather not brush your teeth for one week or not take a shower for two weeks? Ooh. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would definitely not brush my teeth for a week. Actually? Yeah. Over showering? Yeah. I would not shower for two weeks. I hate the feeling of my teeth feeling like sticky and like gross you know can you like wipe it with your shirt or something <laughs> no no you've like, never done that no. don't judge me i i, I mean i was like here's the thing like showering i like that's that's part of the wake-up routine so it's every day okay and when i don't like that just it's hard to wake up that's true and i i don't like feeling gross but i feel like that's just better than not Brushing your teeth is just because you can wear perfume or there were some whatever. during uh during soccer and softball season when they were overlapping. Um, shower in the morning, shower after soccer, shower after softball. What? Why? On would Sunday. You, why wouldn't you just wait till the end of the day and shower one time? Because I don't want to like be sticky and okay. <laughs> gross feeling. Yeah, that's like fair. from the whole time. That's so, fair. all right, let's see here. Would you rather? Your food always be a little too cold or a little too hot? Uh, a little too hot. Like, it, like it comes too hot and you can't ever I, cool it, it down? It cool down, yeah. I think it's just because eventually, like, your taste buds would burn off a little bit to where it doesn't, it becomes numb and it doesn't feel too hot. You know, like, when you burn your tongue and then you can't yeah. taste anything? Yeah. I imagine that's what happened. But I don't like cold food. Like, pizza, when people eat it cold, it just makes me, like cringe inside because it i would like throw up because it's it's gross yeah but i don't think that's how this would happen because no matter how hot is too hot it would just it would always be too hot yeah it's not like you get to a point where you just get used to it when you get used to it it goes oh, up again uh, okay that, it's like trying to wash your hands with the stickiness yeah but no it's still sticky okay there's not a there's not a solution for it it's just okay forever i still think i would take a little too i prefer my food to be hot rather than cold anyways okay but think about it if it always is building and you're getting tolerant of the new heat (laughs) 
and then new heat and then yeah. new, new eventually it's just going to burn your tongue off it's going to be so hot <laughs> no i don't literally it, it will burn a hole through your tongue it won't it won't okay what would you do too cold yeah well i don't want my my tongue burned off you want it to freeze off because eventually it's going to get no, so just cold a little, it's going to freeze just your tongue. a little too cold is just like well i wish this was warmer but that's okay but you're going to get used to the temperature no, I don't think yeah. it goes that way. It does go that way. No. <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> all right, all right. It's sticky. Um, would you rather be able to control fire or control water? This is like uh, Avatar Airbender type stuff we got going on. Yeah, I never saw that. No. So I don't know exactly what that is, but Shout I can imagine. Shout out to my anime people. Huh. Fire or water? Control fire or water. Is this like salt water or is this fresh water? I think it's any fire or water. Okay, the benefit of controlling water is like if I'm thirsty, I could just like open this and go. And just direct it into your mouth? Yeah, or if like my water bottle's across the room, you can just direct the water into your mouth. But fire's way cooler. It is cooler. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think like the practicality for it. Can Is it only water that's in the room that I can, that I can manipulate and do whatever I want yeah, with? Yeah, I think it's whatever is. So if I'm in a desert, I'm just. It's, it's, I can't do uh, anything. There's probably like a mile range. Can I get the water that's in the ground to come up? Well, you'd have to dig it. I think you have to be able to see it to control it. Okay, then how do I do fire? Is it only like if I have a torch, I got to carry some like matches around with me? Oh, no. Like, I don't know. Well, I was thinking you could help rescue people because if there's a giant fire, you could stop Start it, like a, it a controlled back. burn? A controlled burn. Or like if there's a tsunami, you could just reverse it because you're like. With fire? No, with water. Like, oh, you can control water. the water. So, I think both. There's benefits, you know? Yeah, fire's cooler, though. I would probably do water oh, because... You did not get that wave. <laughs> Sorry. I would probably do water because I want to be able to direct the water into my mouth. I think I would do fire because fire is way better. You could, like, roast I, hot dogs I can super put fast. out your fire with my water. If I had a match, yeah. could I, like, multiply the fire? Or can I, is that the only fire that I have to deal with? Well, it says control, so I think you could, like... Turn it up? Turn it up, yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely fire. Would you rather always uncontrollably laugh at sad moments <laughs> or always cry when someone makes a joke? Um. <laughs> the funny thing oh. is, like, this is kind of, I mean, I have you ever cried from a really good joke? Like, from something that you think is just funny? Yes, but it means, like, a sad cry. Like, you're offended or hurt or, like, in pain oh. crying. You know, I would rather, ooh, I'd probably rather laugh uncontrollably because I already do that. At, in sad moments? I already do that, like, at bad times. And sometimes it's at sad moments. And it's so I think it just would be normal for me to continue doing that. Although, I don't know, uncontrollably, like... I mean, there was that one word. time that I got seriously hurt, <laughs> and you just laughed. Oh, my gosh. No, and that's not what happened. Tell them the story. No, we don't have time for that. Okay, whatever. We're done, we're All done. Right. That's, that's a story it. for another time. <laughs> Okay, there you go. There's some of our, uh, whatever they're called, would you rather. Would you rather. Okay, so today we are talking about distractions. So I think. Sorry, what? <laughs> were you distracted by your coffee? It was good. Okay, well. What can I say? I mean, I'm glad it was good. But we're talking about distractions, and I think we should start at what even is a distraction. So, Steve? Huh? Oh my gosh, you can do that the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it fits, it fits. Uh, it's the one time where it's like very acceptable. Okay. Um, I mean, distracted is just like not focusing on the thing that that you should be, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, not like you're picking up your phone right now. Goodness I'm sakes. opening my notes because I had a couple thoughts on this. Okay. Um, yeah, being distracted from what's happening in the moment. I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of distractions, I think. Mm-hmm. There's the ones that are like here right now, like I can be distracted by this. We have a tree in between us, and I can be distracted by the decorations or the sparkles that are happening as we're in this podcast. Or, like, just a, I can go through life being distracted by the things that just don't matter. Can you be distracted by seemingly good things? Yeah. So anything can be a distraction. I think so. A distraction from what? From what's going on in life, I think. Okay. Or, like, what actually matters, too. Yeah, but there's also, like, there's also good distractions that you can have. Good distractions? Good like distractions. What? Like, um, like if you're going, if you're having, like, a really difficult time with something, like, having a difficult time in your life, having a, a good distraction, maybe to take your mind off of it, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a, couldn't be a good thing. Like, maybe it's friends coming over and uh, you playing, playing a game and having, being distracted from that, that time of, um, of stress or that time of difficulty that you're in. Like, that can be a good distraction. Okay, so distractions are taking away focus from something else and applying that focus to another area. Yeah, I'd say that's, I mean, I, I didn't look at Webster or anything. <laughs> that's also, sorry, that's a dictionary Yeah. for those of you who don't know. Um, okay, so when I thought about distractions, I didn't even think about the good thing. That's interesting. But I thought in terms of, like, our spiritual walk, like distractions are things that take us away from God, like focusing on God. Yeah, that makes sense because we're doing a podcast based around faith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I get you. And, okay, so I wanted to start with Luke 10, um, where it talks about Martha and Mary. So what Jesus does is he comes into this house, and there's two sisters, Martha and Mary. Um, and, wait, which one <laughs> Which one did what? Well, well, you don't even remember? I don't remember. Oh, no, I have my Bible, though. I'm going to find out. I know. Okay, who... Who did what? Who sat at Jesus' feet? Who sat at Jesus' feet? Mary. Mary. Okay. So Beat you. I, I had a look. I forgot. I didn't. You were typing. You were definitely looking. What's on my screen? Oh, Luke 10. Luke 10, but I haven't even opened okay. it. So in Luke 10, Martha and Mary are in the house, and Jesus comes to um, visit. And one of the sisters, Mary, sits at Jesus' feet. The other one, Martha, was really caught up in trying to cook and clean and make the house look good and do all these things. And she gets upset at Jesus and is like, dude, why is my sister not even helping me prepare the house for all you and all our guests? And he basically is like, Martha, you're, you're missing the point. Like, you're missing out on what I have for you because you're so busy and distracted. And your sister does a good thing because she's actually sitting at my feet and she's where she should be which is in my presence. And so I want to start that because when I was thinking about distractions, it was, I was thinking about Martha. Like she was off and her focus was somewhere else that she missed Jesus literally being right there. And so, um, I don't, I just thought yeah, that Well, here's an interesting thing about that. Like we talk about good distractions and uh, maybe a distraction isn't even necessarily something that's distract a a bad thing distracting you from a good thing or a good thing distracting you from a bad thing um maybe it can be a good thing from a good thing Mm -hmm. okay because down in this uh in this time period uh hospitality was a big deal like that was something that the the jewish people were supposed to be marked by i mean we see it with uh um nope space in it maybe (laughs) maybe it was uh abraham's wife like working to prepare a whole bunch of of bread for some guests Mm -hmm. 
And, and there were supposed to be people that were, were hospitable to many others. And even to this day, like I hear stories about people going to uh, the Middle East and, and still people are very hospitable because that's just a part of who they are and part of what uh, is like built into their, um, into their heritage. And so Martha, she's, she's busy doing things like preparing the meal, preparing the house, making it, trying to be hospitable, I think. But what Jesus says after she's like, hey, don't you care that my sister has is, is left me to do all the work by myself? This is uh, chapter 10, verse 41. He says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So it's not necessarily Mary has chosen what is right, but Mary has chosen what is better, like good, better, best. Yeah. Oop, just hit the microphone. Sorry. Um, not that it, what Martha was doing was bad. She was trying to be hospitable. But when there's something that's you're doing good, but there's something that could be better. I mean, Jesus says, like, take care of the do the better thing. Right. Right. And well, that's why it's so important to remember our why as Christians. Like, for example, I think a lot of us, we show up at church every week and we serve and we do these things. But we don't actually we're not actually like feeling or encountering God. Mm-hmm. And I think it's why we have to keep the important things, the important things, which, you know, the most important thing is I want to honor and serve and be with God. And then trickling down from that, how you spend your time and what you focus on is going to reflect whether that's a priority or something else. And I think when we're distracted, we just miss what God has for us. Like Martha, you know, Jesus is saying, you know, you're so anxious and troubled over here. You're missing the the thing that is important and mm-hmm. actually the best option and what's better and what you're doing, preparing the house for serving, that's good. But look at this. This is so much better. And I think that we make time for what we think is important. Mm-hmm. And that is a good reflection of showing, like, what what are you focusing on? Is, you know, look at your time and how you spend it. And that's going to be a teller into that. Yeah. And I, I think we, we need to also, like, realize there's a a difference between doing good, which God calls us to do, but then also, like, what are we doing to draw closer to him? And I think the doing good thing is is so much easier to focus on because it, it's the practical, it's uh, tangible. We can mm-hmm. we know like, okay, today I did this, this, and this. We can't necessarily gauge like, okay, well, I grew, I grew five steps closer to Jesus today, right? We have mm-hmm. no gauge for it. But um, I think what Jesus is pointing out in this story of Luke 10, like, I mean, I, I don't know if it's in this passage or, or another one where, where he says like, hey, I'm only here for a limited time. So take me while I'm here. Like, mm-hmm. take advantage of the time. Be with me. And so we, we don't realize that, that our time with Jesus is something that's also building us. Uh, it's also something that he calls us to do. And we just focus so much on the, like, okay, well, I can do this good thing. I can do that good thing. God says that we're set apart for good works, right? But we're also supposed to be in a re- relationship walking with God. And that means we have to have to take time to actually be with him mm-hmm. and not just do, do, do. Right. And I think it's James 4, 8 that says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. That's a promise of scripture. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to using our time, I think we need to ask ourselves, is this thing that I'm go that I'm doing going to help me draw near to God or love God more? And if it's not, a lot of times it's like, why do it probably would fall into the category of a distraction or something that takes your focus off of God. And so I think even asking yourself, what helps me focus on God more? Mm -hmm. And 
a lot of times that is the things that you end up doing, like serving and being community and all those things. But it flows from first the banner of I want to love God more and I do these things because I, I love God and this helps me love God more. And from there, it's not as much of a distraction, but it's actually back into a refocus of who God is and why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, and so uh, keeping God, uh, Christ, that focus. Um, and yeah, sometimes asking, like, is this thing, whatever I'm going to do, help going to help me grow closer to God? I would say, like, sometimes the answer is no, but it's still a good option, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, maybe it's maybe it's God using you to help other people grow closer to the, to Him. In which case, after that, like, you might you might have a um, you might have a closeness feeling to God from that, but you also might feel really drained. And so, but there's, there's also, so like ask that question. And if it's a, if it's a no, don't just be like, okay, then I'm not. But it's like, how can I give of myself in order to serve other people to do the good works of God? Right. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. And all that comes back to, to focus. Right. And I, I think also like kind of a pivot, but I think that we have a really hard time focusing in our culture, (laughs) like um, with social media and we're used to getting things as fast as we want them. When we want something, we get it. We can buy it. We can look at it online, whatever it is. And we have a hard time sitting and being still and focusing Mm -hmm. on what's important. So what do you think is the solution to that? Like, how do we start to address, even if myself, if I'm a student listening and I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to be distracted from God. I want to focus on God. How do I actually do that and focus on God? Discipline. Nice. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But also just like realizing it's, it's going to take time to, uh, to turn that ship, like a, a boat in the water. It doesn't turn automatically. Like you can't just like in a car. Um, it, it, takes, it takes like little corrections, little corrections, little corrections, and then eventually getting it, getting it to where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking those little steps and saying like, okay, when, um, I mean, I don't, I'm, trying to think of like for a student what that might look like uh i'll just i'll just go for me for me it might be hey before i before i have breakfast in the morning before i've done my devotions in the morning um don't don't go to my phone Mm -hmm. right yeah and and just trying to limit and things like that and so and it it can be really easy because you just leave your phone wherever it was overnight Mm -hmm. um so it's it's things like that or even just setting parameters, being like, okay, I won't, I won't, uh, I'm just going to pick on phones because that's the easy one. I won't look at my phone until um, maybe lunchtime if you're going to school. Mm-hmm. Like it should be off anyway. I, I think, I don't know what this, the rules for, for school and phones are anymore, but. I don't know. Um, but things like that, like setting up, setting up little steps to where it's like, no, I can, I can focus during this time without having, uh, without having that thing like blaring at me saying, pick me up, pick me up, pick me up. Right, and discipline is so important. I, I was trying to find if you heard my pages, ru- pages rustling, but Paul writes in one of his books, and I can't remember where right now, but he's talking about running a race with endurance. Do you know which book that is? Yeah, it's in the New Testament. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a given. Um, but he says, one, well, he says, run the race with endurance um, as if you're an athlete. Like, you're looking at the finish line. You're not looking left or right or being distracted by all the things around you. But there's an end goal, and you're, you're training for that. And then you run the race based on your training. And that's what discipline is. Like, think of 
those of you who are athletes or those of you who are musicians, you practice every day what you want to be good at. And it's not even necessarily that you ever are 100% a master of it, but you're taking those steps every day to get better and you're making improvements every day. And that's Mm -hmm. the same thing with spiritual discipline is you can't expect to read your Bible one morning and then be like, I know everything that I ever need to know for life, right? Like it's constantly building those habits. And let's say you're a student and you struggle with reading the Bible and that's a valid struggle and it's hard to start reading the Bible. And it starts with one day. It starts with you wake up one day and you decide, okay, I'm going to this week, every morning, make it a habit to read. And then the next week I'm going to read again. And eventually you're going to have a habit built and then you add in something else and, and you can build out these habits in your life that are good and are disciplined and keep you focused on what's important. And I think having that structure really helps with not getting distracted because Mm -hmm. then your brain is trained to know, okay, this is my time that I spend with God and I'm not going to look at my phone and I'm not going to go off with my friends. I'm going to do this first because I'm focusing on this. Yeah. And the more you do that, the easier it is to get into that pathway. Yeah. Um, You heard of muscle memory? What is muscle memory? Muscle memory is when you repeat a behavior to the point where your brain knows what it is, like, naturally. Is that a good way of explaining it? Yeah, that's what it is thought to be. Okay, is it not that? Yes. Um, I, I can't cite this or anything, but this is what I, I heard. I think it may have been on a TED Talk. Remember when TED Talk was a thing? It's still a thing. Well, when it was a popular thing? It's still a popular thing. Well, <laughs> not in my world. Um Anyway, so it's not necessarily like, okay, throwing a ball, it, my arm just knows how to do it. Um, the, re- the, re- the repeatedness, repetitive, repetitive, repetitive um, action of it mm-hmm. is really just forming a, a more of a path, a paved path in your brain, making it easier for you to remember or to know how to do the thing in the right way. So think of like you start off trying to form a habit. Um, you're like trying to carve a path through a jungle. And the more you do that, the more that the branches get stay out of the way, the more a trail is formed to where it's just nice and easy. There's no nothing hanging over, no roots trying to trip you up. And and that's basically what muscle memory is. It's just mm-hmm. a, a faster way for your brain to get the message to your body parts. Yeah. And I thought, like, that's fascinating. Right? And so yeah. um, I think it's the same thing with, with spiritual habits. The more you do it, the easier it is for you to to do those things. Um to form a habit, I just I just Googled it. Um, 66 days to form a habit is what Google says. Okay, two months. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But then it also says, in this person's study, it took anywhere from 18 to 254 days for people to form a new habit. Oh, wow. And so it was like, That's oh, a wide range. Shoot. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, if you, if you, because it used to be like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get to that point and it hasn't, hasn't become easy for you, that's okay. Keep going. If you get to 66 days and it hasn't become easy, it's okay. Keep going. If you get to a year, keep going. Because every day that you put into it, like these spiritual disciplines, uh, such as prayer, reading your Bible, confession, um, these things, even when they aren't a habit, mm-hmm. they're going to be a benefit to your life. Okay? I mean, think back to, back to Paul training his body, beating it, making it uh, submit to him. He's doing these things. Uh, not because they're easy, not because it's like, yeah, I, I just don't even have to think and I do it. Mm-hmm. He's doing it to to make it better, to make it stronger. And that's what we do every day when we when we make a point to read our Bible, 
when you make a point to pray, when you make a point to to do these other spiritual disciplines, um, even when it's not a habit, it still be, is a benefit to us. Right. And I mean, let's be real. Like, there's distractions everywhere. Like, this is an active fight. And I, you're in a battle. Like, the athlete or the musician, like, you are training every day to improve. And that's the same thing with your spiritual life. Like, you are training yourself for godliness. And it's hard. And I don't think they ever go away. Like, there's never, I think, a level where it's like, I won't be distracted ever again. I've reached my peak. And that's why you need to train because there's going to be distractions your whole life from things that actually matter. And you have to be able to discern, is this something's worthwhile or not? For example, yesterday I brought a ukulele into our office and I was doing work, but every like 10 minutes or so, I really got the urge to just like strum the ukulele. And I actually, I was like, I didn't think it was that big of a distraction, but Steve thought it was a little bit of a distraction and honestly, like, I can see how that, that, that's fair. And, like, that's kind of a metaphor, though, for life. Like, you go through life and there's, like, there's ukuleles all around, right? Like, there's <laughs> yeah. things that you want to do or don't want to do or whatever. But, it, like, there's distractions. Like, they're always there no matter how far you get in your walk. Like, I was distracted by a ukulele. Like, you could get distracted by anything at any time. And that's why keeping yeah. your focus and training for, for that is so important. So were you saying that you were distracted by the ukulele or I was? Uh, I was. Okay. Is what I was saying. Yeah. And, so. and just, yeah, just to clear it, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't like, you need to stop doing oh, that. No, I'm yeah. so distracting. What I commented was each time I walk in, I hear the ukulele playing, <laughs> but then once someone spoke, the playing stopped and then it was like put down on the table. Okay. And it was like, okay. why do you keep starting, but then stopping once somebody walks in? To, okay, I got to say. But gotta, it's an office. It's like there's people in and out all the time. I was trying to distract <laughs> other people. So I would strum it, and the people would walk in and be like, okay, like, they're trying to work. I don't yeah. want to distract them, which is like, okay, maybe I'm being distracted by the ukulele then, you know? But that's a reality. Like, we get distracted. Yeah. Like, we are like squirrels. Or better yet, we're like lambs. It's actually sheep. we're like dogs looking at squirrels is what the reference you meant to. Okay, yeah, that's true. But we're like sheep. Like, we're prone to wander. All in Scripture, we're called sheep because sheep mm -hmm. are just like, la, 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 let me go over here and do this thing. And Scripture's pretty clear. Eventually, they look up and they're like, where's my yeah. flock? And praise the Lord that Jesus is the one who goes after us, you know, when we're distracted. Yeah. And there's so much grace for that. But also, we don't, we don't have to go off into this other pasture. Like, we can choose to stay at the flock and we can choose to stay focused on the things that are important. But it takes work. And you have to put in the work. You have to train your brain to focus on what matters. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a funny thing. We are called sheep throughout Scripture. Um, and it's not necessarily a compliment. No. Right? I grew up, my my aunt would call me, uh, she'd call most of my me and my siblings and cousins, like, precious little lamb. Oh, my precious little lamb. And she was a nurse, and so it was like, anytime you get hurt, it's like, hey, I've been scratched. Oh, my precious little lamb. <laughs> and so it, was, it was like, hey, that's great. Um, but, yeah, like, sheep are kind of dumb. Oh, they're That's, super dumb. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, thanks, Jesus. Like, and But that's just the thing. Like, He knows that we are prone to distraction, and yet he still died for us. Mm -hmm. He still goes and, and seeks us and brings him, brings us back to him. Um, and so there, it's, there's that beauty of it, too. It's like, man, mm -hmm. we are so helpless. We are so in need of a Savior, and he does it even though he knows that we, we're going to get distracted. Even after he's like brought us back in, we're gonna wander off again. So well, it's a comforting thing, it even is. though it's like, oh, we're dumb sheep. 
Yeah, and I think it goes with your point that you're talking about earlier. Like, Jesus is so madly in love with you, and no matter how many times you mess up or you get distracted or you don't read your Bible or you sin, like, he is still that much, like, the same amount of in love with you as he was before. Like, that does not change his love for you, and that's why we get to pick back up the next day and, like, go at it again. Yeah, that's why I want to not be distracted, even though I, I tend to be, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, I keep messing up and messing up and messing up. Generally, when that happens, I want to quit. Right. But no, it's because he is so gracious, even when I mess up, that I want to keep doing it. Right. It's true. And every single day, like this is a reminder for me and for everyone listening, like you're renewed in Christ every single day. What, What that means is that you wake up and it is a fresh day the Lord has given you and he loves you and he knows what you're going to do that day. But let's wake up with joy and let's wake up and choose, hey, today I'm going to choose to focus on what? matters and that that's scripture that's prayer that's god that's community that's goodness that's serving people all those things are what matter and that's what god says matters to him and what matters to him is what should matter to us and so keep keep focusing keep going at it it's hard to build these disciplines and not be distracted but you have to fight and it's a good fight too because when you get to heaven i mean scripture says we're building um, or restoring heavenly treasures. Like while we do work here, um, not that we, we work to get salvation or to get treasures, because that's not what I'm saying, but um, we are, we, we get to have treasures in heaven and in eternity. And that's awesome. Like what we get to do here now on earth does matter for eternity. And so mm-hmm. let's use our time well while we're here on earth. Yeah. Um, to end it up, Colossians 3 says, like, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. And so we can be doing that in every moment of every day. We can do that at school. We can do that while we're doing the dishes. We can do that while we're uh, raking leaves outside or, or soon, I don't know, maybe even shoveling snow. True. We can keep our, our minds set on things above and be like, God, I'm doing this for you. God, I'm thankful that I'm able to do this. God, uh, I want you to bless what I'm, what I'm doing and so that other people can be blessed. So it's mm-hmm. keeping, your mind on, uh, keeping your mind set on things above. Yeah, that's a word. All right, well... That was it for distractions, and we'll see you next time. Huh? We'll see them next time. Yeah, okay. Bye. Bye.